Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear, and on the mics with me this week is the Z-Man. What is up, Z? Run, 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 jump. I could be a backpack while you run. Climb up that hairy vine. I could be a backpack while you climb. <laughs> love that song. Love that song. That is but, a great song. Was it? It's seagulls, right? Uh, bad lip seeking uh, seagulls, something. Bad lip reading. It's seagulls. It's Yoda. It's it's Yoda from Empire Strikes Back. Somebody did a lip uh, a bad lip reading of what goes on in, in, on Dagobah with Luke. Go check that out because it's one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever seen. Uh, on the other mic is the mighty Gantor. What is up, Gantor? What's up? What's up? You're all kind of like. I feel like I got something going on. What, what do you got going on? Is everybody sick? My, my throat. Yeah, I've been on and off sick. I ate some questionable hot dogs last night. What the hell? What? I, I, what was questionable about them? So I saw them. They were in my refrigerator for a while, and I think they were in the freezer before that. And so I looked at them, and I was like, oh, what's the expiration date on them? It said September 07. And so I'm like, there's no way this is September 07. <laughs> and so I opened them up, and I smelled them. They smelled fine. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to eat them. And what? I ate them. <laughs> And now my stomach does not like you. Me. Ate ten-year-old hot dogs. They're hot dogs. How oh they my eat? god! All right. Okay. All right. Well, thankfully we have somebody helping us out for the two of you guys who seem to be falling apart. Uh, please welcome back to the show, Kath. What's up, Kath? Hello. I love her. Hello. Wait, That's is, my... is this dirty talk, Kath? This is this is what your bits <laughs> in my bits, Kath. Is, yeah. No. Yes. Is... Kath, no, you're you one don't. of our first. You're one of our first guests. I know. I'm still thrilled about it. That was like six years ago. Don't patronize us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hasn't changed at all in six years. It sounded like that. It wasn't really. What kind of accent is this? Where in England are you from? I'm from Wales. Oh, so did I just insult you? No, um, because I do have an English accent, but I am from Wales, but my parents are both English, so I sound English. Well, what kind of English accent do you have then? Well, it's very generic English accent. It's not really localized. I'm very disappointed. Oh, why? So I was expecting you to say something like it's Liverpudlian. Gloucestershire or something. Yeah, but you're like, oh, it's generic English accent. Yeah, sorry. Boy. Boy, we're really off to a great start. Thank you, Ganthor. All right. So, <laughs> so anyway. Should I just go now? Yeah, that's right. Uh, the show's over. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> this week, something must be done about running. I don't understand running. I don't run unless I'm being chased. And it's rare that I'm ever being chased by anything. And I, it would have to be something large that would have to be chasing me, like, like, a, like a bear or like a lion or like a big dog, you know, like something that could potentially hurt me. That's the only reason, the only reason I'm running. What about bees? I'm not going to run from bees. I'm going to swat at the bees. I'm a, I'm a human being. I'm at the top of the goddamn food chain. I would run from bees. I'm not running from bees. I'm not running from anything. So why? But it's so much fun. Here, oh, here we go. There's nothing fun about <sighs> it. There's absolutely nothing fun about it. What, well, so you, that's true at times. All right, so you are you are just to set the scene here. You are a professional runner. Is that a semi-pro? <laughs> Is that am I am I no. categorizing this right? No, I'm I have frequently raced as an elite marathon runner. 
I think that's about as high an accolade as I can give myself. All right. So you've run <laughs> you've run marathons competitively. Yes. In in races and she, and she places in in the top positions usually. Yeah. So you Sometimes. are so you are a competitive Depending. marathoner, a, compar- a competitive marathoner. Yes. And a marathon is wait, it's 26 plus miles, is that correct? 26.2. Okay. So what what possesses your mind and your <laughs> body to want to run for 26.2 miles over how many hours? You it's it's like 2-3 hours that you're running? Yeah. So, well, preferably less than 3. Somewhere between two and a half and three. Right. Right. So for two and a half to three hours, you are running. You're like Forrest yeah. fucking Gump. You are running. And I don't understand <laughs> it. Why would you do that? Why would you punish your body, your knees, your joints, your back, your hips, your lungs are burning? I mean, pretty much every part of your body is getting punished for two and a half to three hours. Why on God's green earth would you do this? Well, okay, to start with, when you're really fit and you're actually racing, so when you've trained and you're in that moment of racing, it really doesn't hurt for about two hours. So two hours are just sublime because you're so fit. So you're capable of running 26 miles at, and you're not just, I mean, this sort of pacing is, you're not just plodding. You're asking for a decent clip out of your body. So you're fit for 26 miles, which means you get to run 18, like, fairly happily so that is a fantastic feeling um it really only gets hard you know in the last sort of six miles when you're really fit and yeah and then and then it's just about pushing yourself it's about pushing your body and and really it because cara goucher um was quoted once as saying you know racing isn't about the person uh really you know towards the end that is that is the strongest or the fastest it's the person that can concentrate for the longest and she's really got a solid point because it just get, it gets to a point where you just it's it's about focus and concentration and bringing into into just stepping literally just stepping forward everything that you have and there's just a, a sort of i don't know a magic in the simplicity of it magic in the simplicity of it so once you've gotten to that point simple. once you've gotten to the point where your body is now aching Right, you've you've yeah. you've gone past sublime. It's no longer sublime. <laughs> you are you are now at the point of pain, and now you are yeah. left with nothing but the pain and your thoughts. You're, you're talking about that feeling you get like after you you, you run one block, right? That <laughs> that like oh my god, I'm going to die if I don't think about my breathing right now because um, I'm going to die. Well, that's that's what happens to me. <laughs> So, yeah. so what, what, that what wall, happens? That wall comes early in our race. Yeah, right. My, my, my race ends, my race ends by the time I get to my car. <laughs> that's, that's where it ends. What, what do you, what's going on in your head? How are you dealing with the pain? How are you dealing with the anguish? There must be a fair amount of anxiety that hits you at some point too, unless you're oh, prepared yeah, for it. Huge. So then what? So I always say there's these two points where I have a real mental wobble in a race, in a mar- in a race. So at a marathon distance, somewhere around six or seven miles, because you it's early in the race, you're, you're fit, you're happy, you're out there. And I very often, I'll sometimes get this thought at around six or seven miles, you've got 20 miles left to go. And I sometimes think, ooh, I don't know if I can be bothered to do this. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I don't know if I feel like it. It's, I would, I would wonder like... if that thought didn't go through your head. <laughs> Well, because everything's feeling 
really comfortable at that point, right? So you're sort of kind of cruising along and you just think, oh, I might be a bit hungry, right? Like a <laughs> cup of tea or something. I don't know. And so then you have to really talk to yourself and go, no, 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 come on, get back in it, whatever. And then there's there's something around about the sort of 14 to 16 mile mark where, again, you're you're okay you're not comfortable anymore. Like this is not easy anymore. You're, you are starting to do sort of like what I call the systems check where I sort of start to think around my body and, and think, right. Yep. Are you okay? Are you okay? Is everything all right? You know? And, and I get to that point where I said, I realize I've got 10 more miles of this to go and it's, it's started to, you know, I'm feeling like I need a shot block. So that, that bit can be really quite tricky as well because you've, you know, there's still 10 miles to go, but, then after that it really just becomes an effort of of concentration like I said and focus and don't forget so part of the training process is training your brain it's not just training your body to be able to do it so you train your brain to deal with the race how do you train for when you go doo-doo in your pants (laughs) that that happens to a lot of distance runners right it does do you practice that well, you don't really do it while you're running, or you you really try hard not to do that. You don't purposefully crap in your pants just to prepare for it. Well, it no. ha- what I'm saying is it happens. It's very common, and so how do you deal with it? Do you just pretend it doesn't happen, or hope it doesn't happen, or do you do you try and you know go through with it so you know how to deal in a race? Well, you've got to stop. You don't do it. Well, you don't really do you it while you're running. Stop while you're doing a doo doo. Yeah, you have to. So very often marathon courses and so on will have like toilets, you know, portaloos along them. So you oh. dive into those or you dive into a bush or that kind of thing. So winter like training is really handy bush? for that because, you know, it's dark. So you she, can she just, just nip into right a bush. Up. Sorry. I, I'm, I, it's weird. I'm not used to somebody being standing up to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I asked if you like diving into bush. <laughs> I, I don't like it, no. Yeah, I've had to do it a lot. What's the fastest you've ever pooped? <laughs> Is it like a pit stop where you got like a crew and you got like someone there wiping for you? <laughs> I actually, I've never had it, thank goodness. I have never had it happen to me in a marathon race. It's happened, it happens very regularly on training runs, you know, on fast efforts. I want to go back to the doo-doo thing because I know, I know a runner... <laughs> I don't think she's done a marathon, but she's done a half marathon and, and 10Ks and whatnot. And she talks about how she had, had diarrheas and she didn't stop. She just kept going. <gasps> Gosh, she's hardcore. But if the race is really... Yeah, but she's it, not she... hardcore, so... Oh. I, think she, I think she just looked at crapping herself. I'm kind of... Yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is Kath a fraud? Like, those Boston Marathon cheaters? Or is my friend a fraud? Or does she just like getting covered in her own doo-doo? <laughs> I think your friend's a fraud. Cat's legit. I think maybe your friend takes her running a bit too seriously. If she's she prepared though. to shit herself. Because, I mean, that's... Well, I, she didn't do it on purpose. But she didn't stop and go into a porta potty She just... And she said oh. people just keep running all the time. And it just comes down their legs and stuff. <gasps> oh, no. What? Yeah, see, I you're... don't know. I'm starting to get doubts here. Unless you're elite, I don't see the reason. I mean, if your friend's just doing 10Ks and half marathons, she's not trying to like get a best time. Yeah. She's not going to win money. So she should stop and poop in the you, toilet. 
Yeah. So how did you how did you get started with the idea of running? Because let's face it, as mm-hmm. as human beings in the 21st century, we don't have to run. We don't have to mm-hmm. run to get any place. We barely have to walk to get any place. I was watching Back to the Future three today. And Doc Brown is is standing in the bar and he's talking about the future. We have motorized carriages called automobiles. <laughs> if everybody's got one of these auto what's it? Uh, does anybody walk or run anymore? Of course we run, but for recreation, for fun. Run for fun? What the <laughs> hell kind of fun is that? I mean, that's that's kind of like I mean, I was watching a movie. and I'm like, that's kind of where I'm at with this. Like, how did you get into the because we don't have to run. How did you get in the idea of running for fun and then to get competitive with it? How, how did you start? For me, you know, some people like to cook. Some people have a sense of accomplishment when they've made their bed in the morning. Some people really enjoy, you know, just watching the TV for me. I enjoy running. I have a sense of accomplishment for the day. If I've achieved nothing else that day, if I've been for my run, I I feel content. So it truly is for the love of running. There's there's no science behind it. There's no like I need to understand what's going on with my body, so I'm doing this for science. This is truly for the love of running. Yep. Yep, cuz racing aside, there's a huge amount to just running just having a physical uh i don't know like a self-sufficient feeling within your own body that you are able to get yourself to a place and i think it gives you an increased sense of confidence in your body and it feels great talk to us about the runner's high have you have you ever experienced it yes is it like euphoric? Is it just like you don't feel anything in your body? Like what, what, what do we got here? It's, it's, not, it's not this high drug type feeling that people – people way over-dramatize it. Is it more like a four loco buzz? <laughs> no. no. You don't feel anything and you just throw yourself at the ground or something? <laughs> <laughs> D- no. Different kind no. of feeling, man. <laughs> uh, all right. yeah. What That's... drug would you relate it to? Oh, I – I don't know any drugs that I can relate it to. <laughs> Boo. I know. <laughs> Come on. Kath drinks wine and cider and four loco. That's about it. <laughs> That's it. I don't even do four loco. That's pretty hardcore. So what is, what is it what does it feel like? Like what what is it just like super focused? Athletes sometimes call it being in the zone. Is it that kind of thing? Yeah, so the, the, well, those are different things, in my opinion. Like the sort of the runner's high and the being in the zone. Being in the zone is when you really do have that incredible concentration capacity, and nothing can shake you from, and and you and you manage to channel everything into motion output. Um, the runner's high feeling, you can get that from a five mile run on your plain old running route that you do all the time and you just go out one day and you're fit and it's a great day and your legs feel good and and it just flows your body just has a rhythm and a flow that just feels lovely and it's almost like your legs can feel sort of mentholated is how I would describe it. Mentholated. Yeah. Like like someone put some Ben Gay on your legs and it's all minty? (laughs) (laughs) 
You got some uh, sports cream on there. It's it's cool yet burning at the same time. Yeah, it's like this sort of mentholated feeling on the inside of your legs, and you just feel accomplished, like you could do anything. I think they have creams for it. They'll clear that right up. No, I think they have cream so that you can get that feeling. I don't want to clear it up. <laughs> I think they have cream that you can put on specifically to achieve that. Sounds kind of like she orgasms while running. <laughs> is it like there, that? Is it like, there, is, it like, is it like getting bits in you? Well, there was a long-standing joke for quite some time amongst our friends that going for a long run was a euphemism for uh, some, I don't know, semantics. Rubbing one out. I don't know what that means. Masturbation. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to my room and go for a long run. I uh, mean, it wasn't true, but people would suggest that. I absolutely love how how proper she is about this. It's almost as if like we shouldn't be talking about these kinds of things. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's like, well, no, I wouldn't quite. No, I don't know exactly how to put it. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's I like that you're putting up um you're classing up the whole joint here is what you're doing right now, Cass, and I for one appreciate it, if not these two chuckleheads over here. So when is your next marathon? I am going to run Boston this year. Woohoo! I have not run Boston cheat? for three years. That's not my plan. Do people do that? Do people try to cheat on these things to cut corners? Yeah, I mean, man. They get sponsorships and deals and all sorts of stuff. Well, I mean, people t- cheat by taking drugs when they've got sponsorships and deals. Um, I mean, just to you know, to win or to place highly. I mean, so myself included, and many of my friends I know have been beaten to the point that we've lost money because we've placed lower down, and and the t- and people have been disqualified at a later date because they are on drugs. But you never get the prize money in in. Re- you know, when that happens, when they're disqualified, that's fine. But you don't like you get moved up to fourth or fifth place. You, they don't go, oh, and have some prize money. That's one of the really annoying things about drug cheats is that you never, you know, in theory, you were racing against somebody that was it was completely unfair. So you might finish sixth, but actually you were fourth. But you'll never get the the glory, if you like, or whatever you want to call it, of actually finishing fourth in that race. You know, they really steal from from their fellow competitors. Shit. Sad. Yeah. What would you do if you caught a cheater on the course? Um, I don't know. Just give them a bit of a stern talking to. Oh, my God. <laughs> so pathetic. I don't know. I would just ignore them. I, I don't have the what? time of day for people like that. I so don't. you would ignore them? You'd let them place ahead of you and take money for you? Oh, if they were like trying to cheat in front of me. Oh, that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You saw them cheat. They, you saw them get off a bus and start running faster <gasps> than you. Oh my word! Yeah, I would. I would feel extremely motivated to catch them. That's for sure. So that's what you would just try to beat them. You wouldn't. Yeah, but I mean, I know I'd report them after the race. Now, here's what sure. you do: you call us because we're going to yeah. be like mobilized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna be in like what do you think, Anthro? We'd be in cars. I Maybe mean, we'd have drones. We'd have drones so that we could find these people. We could hunt them down. We'd put like darts, dart guns on the drones so we could take them out, like trank guns. What do you think? Uh, no? no, I'm not interested. You're not interested in taking down cheaters? No. No. Just take pictures and video of them. 
Where's the fun in that? I'm talking about weaponized drones. What the fuck? You guys want to take pictures. I'm fucking chasing people down with these drones. I want to get that robot that Boston Dynamics just had on like those two wheels, the one that could jump four yeah. feet in the air. Parkour. Yeah, that thing's fucking crazy. I want to get that shit and start chasing pe- people down on the fucking marathon trail. No, I want that rope with the balls on the end that you swing around and then it wraps up their feet. Bolo? The bolo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, 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 you guys can go do that, and I'll just not care. Okay, well, where's the fun in that? <laughs> I'm going to care about something for the first time in my life, Ganthor, and you're not with me on this one? Come on, man. I told you how I feel about our relationship earlier today. Oh, you see, Ganthor's sending me romantic uh, uh, music quotes from, he's like, he's sending me shit from, like, you lost that love and feeling. <laughs> What did you send me? <laughs> I don't close my yeah, eyes. That's the first line. Yeah, I don't close my eyes when when you kiss your lips you or whatever the fuck. You don't close your eyes when I kiss your lips. And then what was the other thing you told me that I was so cold or something along those lines? Hey, you're cold as ice, dude. Oh, I'm like, as... you don't you don't talk to me anymore. Yeah, that's that's really what it is. Our, and our... then you 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 didn't literally after I got done bearing my soul to well, you. Well, honestly, Gantor, I don't know how to. Respond to that. I mean, you know, we we probably should just talk more. You know, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes you say things that are hurtful to me, and I don't know how to respond. Dude, Spear was just busy playing Zelda. That's really what it was. <laughs> He's like, stop talking. I got fucking rupees to go find and shit to break and shrines to uncover. That's right. That's exactly right. So what would you say to somebody who wanted to get <clears throat> into running? Aside from the make sure you plan the time to run what else would you tell a runner what else would you tell a walker who is okay. about to get into running who's about to kick it into a different gear and get into running what would you tell them i tell them to not try to diet at the same time whatever you do if you're going to start running just don't worry about what you eat to start with worry about that a bit later so don't try doing two things at once I don't know if either of you play golf, but, you know, they tell you don't concentrate on more than two things about your golf swing at any one time. Yeah, that's just, really hard. You can't do it. So you have to you have to just try to focus on that one thing. The other thing is that people go, right, I'm going to run. I'm going to run three miles and they'll all be great. And then they do sort of three quarters of a mile or half a mile and they're just dog tired and their lungs are burning and they just can't do it anymore. And the key is to not do that. You've got to plan to walk run to start with because you're going from if you're literally going from a fitness of zero then you cannot just go out your door and run. You have to build capillaries. You have to grow blood. You literally have to grow blood vessels and, and muscle. So you need to have a walk, it, walk run. So you run a bit, you walk a bit, run a bit, walk a bit. And I've written training plans for people for, you know, couch to 5Ks. And they have done fantastically because they've started out for a good – it's a good two weeks where you're still incorporating some walking into your run. Well, I, I, you don't have to write a plan for me. I'm not planning on going anywhere fast. So. <laughs> I, have, I have lots of Legend of Zelda left to play before I can get up off my chair. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm good for a while. I'm, but it's so much fun. You meet – I have so many great – I mean, so the best and worst runs are not as good as, you know, what's, what people have you met and what stories – you know, random things have you come across running? That's kind of how I met Kath is because of a running group. Yes. Well, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't running. I was just drinking with the running group. Well, right. But she was running. Yeah. 
You've clearly never played The Legend of Zelda, because I'm running all over the place in The Legend of Zelda, running into random things and then killing them and then taking their treasure and their loot and stuff. So it's it's I'm just I'm just exercising a different a different way. I feel like I've met some pretty odd characters running in terms of they could well be in computer games. They're so off the wall that I would never have met otherwise. Well, I mean, look, I I, I already have enough crazy friends. I don't need to run to meet <laughs> to meet new crazy people, <laughs> so I'm I'm probably okay. I, I have these two chuckleheads. I don't. Yeah. I can't. I can't deal with any more crazy people. <laughs> Not already. I'm already filled up. Thank you very much. What did What did we learn about running Z-Man? I learned that this probably is our most informative episode. Yes, it was very informative. She's... There was actually some like actually useful knowledge in here. Yeah, well, I'll make sure I cut all of that out because we won't, we can't oh, have okay. any. We yeah, don't want to any... get people like like expectations up or no, something. No, no, can't have any useful stuff on this program. Yeah, yeah, take all that out. It's yeah. all got to go. Ganthor, what'd you learn? That cat's a liar. About the poo thing. About everything. About you think she's? Do you think she's got all this stuff made up? Look, she's look at her answers. She she has a generic English accent from nowhere in particular. <laughs> She's never seen somebody poo while running. <laughs> just the evidence, it just adds up. It just it speaks for itself. The defense rests. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> Kath, what did you learn? What did you learn about running? I, I, I learned that it seems strange not to have seen someone poo whilst running. <laughs> whilst running. You know, running. I've had many conversations with my friends who have managed to stop. At the time that they're pooing, I've like actually conversed with my friends while they're pooing, you know, in a bush somewhere, and I'm I'm going, okay, there's no one coming, you're, you're going to be fine, you know. So I did sort you, of think did that's. You, did you lock eyes with them? When no, you, no. Get, you you become very close with someone when you lock eyes with them while they're pooping. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I learned that running is not for me. Still not for me. Won't ever be for me. It's just not. I have all the respect in the world for anybody who can figure out a way to push themselves through twenty-two point twenty-six point two miles of torture. Uh, I I can't get you know twenty-six point two feet. So I'm I'm perfectly I'm perfectly happy to watch from afar in admiration. Enjoy yourselves. So if you like to run and you're not being chased. Why don't you go ahead and let us know on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash fourlisteners or fourlisteners.com, or you can tweet at us on the Twitters at fourlisteners, and you can check out the show on Stitcher Radio, on Google Play, or on the iTunes. Just search for Four Listeners. It will pop right on up. Thank you, Kath. Once again, you have been a lovely, lovely guest. <laughs> My pleasure. And we thank all of you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you will check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch, everybody. Run, 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 jump, now breathe. Mm, that's good. Like that. Like that. You can get that kind of a connection with a person from just going on a, on a pretty decent long run with them. And which is I'm sure. It's quite beautiful really isn't it when you think that in the space of an hour and a half you can connect with a human in a much more accelerated way than you could in many other settings i'm sure if you could round with them it's a it's a great bonding bonding experience as well <laughs> oh my god <laughs> if you could what if you could round with them 
Oh, oh yeah. Well, you like talk you... about that immediately. I mean, who are, think about that as well. Who on earth else, apart from you guys, can you immediately start talking about pooing with? <laughs> and it's <laughs> fine. 